This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by geeknewscentral.com. Apple announces AirPods Max, and you will not believe what it will cost you. <laughs> See, and, and you're going to find out why later. HBO Max saw a huge increase in subscribers, and Airbnb's IPO shares more than doubled. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. It's Friday, December 11th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss. And I'm Scott Ertz. And this is episode 78. Yeah, it does sound right. And this episode, <laughs> long story, we'll talk about that later on. And this is episode 78 of GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live at gncweekly.com slash live, as well as Facebook Live. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. If you miss a live video, that's okay. You can always catch the replay later. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to podcasts where you can find in the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment, be it on social media or email, and those links can all be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. It's a little bit of a light tech news this week. Um, maybe because of the holidays, maybe, but you know, but and also, this is gonna be our next to last episode, um, for the year. So, um, while next week is gonna be our last episode of the year, um, across the uh, TPN Tech Podcast Network, including this podcast, um, I'd like to find out what you're doing with your tech, um, in 2021 as a way of a quote unquote spring cleaning. Um, so, for example, are you defrag- defragging your computer? Are you deleting the apps you don't use anymore? You know, getting new gear to replace the old gear, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, so let us know. It's usually a good time for that. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Unless and you're looking for a video card. <laughs> exact, right, which costs like, you know, thousands of dollars. So, um yeah, so I have some ideas um, that I'm going to be using for the new year, um, and um, so we're going to have a special uh, little tech tech help, so to speak. We'll have a separate page set up on on GNC Weekly, GNCweekly.com. I don't know. We're going to do slash tech 2021 or spring cleaning 2021. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we'll have um, we'll have a special segment uh, next Friday evening, um, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so if you have any ideas what you're going to do for next year for your tech replacing things you know i have i'm working on some things right now so um that we're going to that we'll go over scott will have some things too so if there's any comments you have suggestions things about, about your of that nature excuse me just uh head on over to our connect page and uh uh lorraine alarcone says um new computer also added memory to phone because my memory is full yeah, okay. memories memories a good thing. It's one of the things that uh that Abram talks about uh a lot on our show uh for the pilch point. He talks about uh ways to to speed up your computer without having to buy a new one or without having to throw everything out or spend a ton. So and mm-hmm. that's that's always a good way of doing it, you know, moving from a spinning disk to an SSD, for example. Mm-hmm. And she was asking, what do you think of the Lenovo computer? Um, Abram Pilch, the editor in chief of Tom's Hardware, uses a Lenovo. So that's a 
<laughs> That's a pretty good endorsement for me. He documented his journey, though. Um, well, I would he's, say he's very picky, and uh, he it took him, I think, five laptops before finding the one that had the same the keyboard that he wanted and the mo- the screen that he wanted because they sw- the same model computer will have different keyboard assemblies and different screen assemblies and. He kept taking them back until <laughs> he got the right one. It was insane, but he documented that journey. He likes his. Um, personally, I'm a I'm a Surface fan. I've got almost a dozen Surface devices at this point. <laughs> well, speaking of Microsoft, um, speaking of Microsoft, in, in our our and finally segment, there's a um, feature that Boss Food. <laughs> but we'll get that. We'll get that. Scott loves this. Scott. See, I've been finding finding and finally stories that involve food over the past several months, and be it um, McFlurry. Um, oh, there's so many. I can can I can I can count my fingers and toes how many. But there's a good one with food. Um, with Bing. Uh, at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. Well, oh, I, was hope, of- I was hoping it was going to be some story about cooking an egg on your Xbox. No. <laughs> No, if they, you know what? You don't jinx it because it's going to probably happen probably next week. <laughs> Tom's Hardware uh, fried an egg on a processor. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Holy moly. Why? <laughs> to see if they could. Okay. You, you, you see the car, like the car blogs and stuff do it on engine blocks all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, well, you know, what if we were to take the heat sink off? Could we, could we fry an egg? They, Little little cast iron skillet. Can we can we fry an egg on a processor? Yep, sure can. Okay, that's something else they weren't able to cook enough. I don't remember what it was. They tried several things. Uh, Um, It was more effective to cook. uh, Just while we're talking about it, it's more effective uh, to cook an egg on an Intel processor than an AMD. Food for thought. Apparently, AMD has better heat management within the card within the the chip. Okay, I. <laughs> Some, sometimes they get bored and they you do know. weird stuff. Like yeah. the the processor editor sometimes just gets bored over there and they do some weird stuff and I love it. Anyway, that's not okay. what we're talking about. That was what we're talking we're about. Talking we're about talking the about, other guys. The other guys. Um, so with with me, I don't. I'm not familiar with Lenovo. I'm. I have a Dell XPS 13. But what I would recommend, um, in fact, Tom's Hardware. There's a. It's laptop. What is it? Um, is it laptop? Yeah, it's the it's the sister site. It's laptopmag.com, and uh, at the top there's a uh, laptop okay. finder. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go there, the last time I was there, there was an error. If you find an error, let me know, and I'll let their editor in chief know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you go there, you can put in what you're looking for. I need a mm-hmm. uh, 15.4 inch screen. I need eight gigs of RAM. I need an SSD. I need. You can put mm-hmm. in your specs, and it will give you their highest rated laptop within your price range, your size that match your, your specs. So yeah, I had, I used to built it years ago. Okay. No, no, I, re- I, re- I highly recommend that site. Um, because I was looking for, I was leaning towards an XPS 13 or, um, MacBook. Um, and I was looking for certain things and I was leaning, I was leaning between the two. And then when I pull everything that I'm looking for, XPS 13, XPS 13. So like sold and, I'm a happy camper ever since. Yeah, All it's right. a it's a really great tool. I it is. 
I send people to it all the time mm -hmm. uh, in the in like the podcast group. People are asking all the time, what do I what do I do? Oh, it's broken again. Mm -hmm. I'll let her know. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I, I apologize. The link is currently down uh, oh, okay. while we're while we're live. I will let the editor in chief know as soon as we're off the air. All right, definitely, um, definitely check it out. It's uh, it's a great site to uh, great site to use. All right, so while that's being done, let's we're going to jump in with the top story of this week, and it's a doozy. <laughs> On Tuesday, Apple introduced their new wireless over-ear headphones called AirPods Max. Um, their features including high fidelity audio, adaptive adaptive EQ, active noise cancellation, and spatial audio. There's a lot of information. This is going to be the, the condensed version because this is like <laughs> it is a very <laughs> technical product, as audio products always are. Right, um, and we'll have a link up in the show notes for the for the complete detail of this because this is extensive. But this is we're going to give this short condensed version along with what the what the f <laughs> and Scott's reaction a couple days ago. <laughs> So the, the oh well, yeah, that's right. I messaged you as soon as they announced them. Didn't you I? did, you did, and you're exactly you did. I messaged so, like eight people. I couldn't remember everybody. No, you did. You messaged me, and I was like, and I agree with you 100. percent And and so we'll get in that very in less than less than a couple of minutes. Um, now the the comes in five colors: um, space gray, silver, sky blue, green, and pink. Um, Apple's is saying the headphones. In, Feature include uh, feature, excuse me, a quote breathable knit mesh um, spanning the headband that distributes a weight to reduce on head pressure. Uh, it features a 40 millimeter Apple design dynamic driver that is said to now this is from Apple who's saying this that's said to uh, provide quote rich deep bass accurate mid ranges and crisp clean high frequency extension. Um, uh, each ear cup is equipped with Apple's H1 chip or, quote, computational audio to deliver the highest quality listening experience possible. It is priced. It is priced at five hundred forty nine dollars. Um, it can be ordered on Apple.com and the Apple Store app with availability beginning this coming uh, this coming Tuesday. So Scott DM'd me on, um, okay, Lorraine says, uh, Alicron says, I think I bought the yoga. It's under the couch till Christmas, LOL. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I have a yoga upstairs. Okay, cool. All right, so so Scott, Scott DM'd me, and his reaction was, Scott, without <laughs> expletive, <laughs> to... To quote uh, Liz Lemon on 30 Rock, what the what? <laughs> and you also said it costs the same amount as a... as, a, as a <laughs> It costs more than a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox One X for mm -hmm. headphones. For headphones, right. Absolutely I, bonkers. And did you see... Now, also, what also struck me as funny is the case. People were throwing up memes on Twitter. Yeah, they, they were. Like, <laughs> one looked like a, a bra. Mm -hmm. look, uh, looks like a look a bra. Excuse me, a purse. Mm -hmm. The sleep right sleep, a sleep mask, right? But also, people were saying there's a couple of reviewers and a lot of news sites were saying that if you want to get a cable, it's extra. I think it's like fifty or sixty bucks. 
what is uh, now i because scott i know you're the the headphone guru so let me ask you this point i'm literally blank. i am literally testing like four on the desk here in the studio right now while we're talking i've got reviews going up in in a week or so mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, I deal with a lot of headphones. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and you're an expert. I would think you're an expert on this uh, as a headphone guru. Is is five hundred and fifty dollars worth? Insane. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> that would be my uh, first word. Yes. <laughs> my first question. It is absolutely insane. And let me tell mm -hmm. you why. Five hundred and fifty dollars okay. is what you pay for true studio headphones mm -hmm. not beats studio because that's a lie mm -hmm. um actual studio headphones the the high-end sony the high-end uh uh not all tech lansing the other company uh audio technica um true studio headphones which these are not these are mm -hmm. consumer headphones right um the ones i've got on my head right now um the the monster elements monster. premiered at 350 um but sold for most of their life at 299 uh which was a great price um you can find the sister product on amazon right now in fact i'm probably going to get a couple of them as gifts because i cannot believe the price on these mm. for 119 bucks <laughs> mm. <laughs> i Five and obviously, I know these headphones very well. They are my right. favorite consumer headphones I have ever put on my head, minus the ones that are over in the box that are broken. Thanks, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I will and give him, I, no, Dave put them on, he broke them. Oh, oh, geez, <laughs> he put them over his big head and snapped them at the top. Oh, no, I will give you, I will, Dave, I'm gonna give you trouble about that for the rest of our lives. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Um, they are my favorite consumer headphones I've ever used. Mm -hmm. Um, I am super protective of these because I know that they've been discontinued. Mm -hmm. Um, their, their sister, um, is still around obviously at 119, which is ridiculous. Um, but, but yeah. And, and these at 350 were mm -hmm. pushing it <laughs> at 299. Okay. I think they found the perfect price point mm -hmm. and I, I haven't used these new ones, but I cannot imagine that they are twice these. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I cannot imagine that they are double these or in current pricing five times these. So I taking cannot imagine that. Okay. So taking monster out of the equation for a second, let's say you're mm -hmm. taking monster out of the equation. $550 is still bonkers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Because again, they're consumer headphones. They're not right. studio. They've got EQ, which knocks them out of, which knocks them out of studio contention because uh, mm -hmm. you can't have EQ in a studio because mm -hmm. uh, you're trying to perfect <laughs> sound. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So they've got EQ, which means they're, they've got an alterable sound profile, which is not what a professional wants, which means they're consumer headphones. Consumer headphones at $550 when the, the PlayStation 5 is $399, $499, doesn't matter. Right. Let's, I can't remember. I think, <laughs> I think it's 449. I think, I think it's 449. No, nah, they're both 99s. Okay. I, they're, oh, yeah. It's the Xbox is 299 and 499. That, that's got to okay. be what it is. So it's got to be, okay. it's got to be 499. Um, mm -hmm. So for $50 more, 
than a fully functional computer <laughs> is insane. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I, cause I have my ones I have right now um, is temporary. They're 50 bucks. They're fine. They're Sony. Mm -hmm. They're Sony. They're fine. I mean, I'm not really looking for like, cause I know there's the, the Sony MX one, 50 i think those are 149 that's what i want to get you know mm -hmm. santa hopefully will santa will be nice enough to get it to me um aka my wife um <laughs> um so but they're great headphones i but but i saw the when i saw the reviews and i saw mk mkh mkh that marquez brownlee <laughs> let's say his full name um did it and they are huge and p.s like when you take off the ear the ear the uh the cups and you want to replace them it's additional 60 dollars i'm like <laughs> i'm like yeah. that's why i i just was like i mean i'm not an apple i'm not an apple fanboy i you know they're great have great products don't get it wrong if you're if you have apple products god bless you that's great uh, obviously but obviously I, I think people know where my allegiance lies on product mm -hmm. and yet right sitting here just just within reach i mean he's gonna i i do have apple products literally <laughs> here within reach um and this is unless they send them to me there won't be a review of these um because sometimes we'll buy the products ourselves um uh but they're I cannot imagine a scenario in which the value of these is higher than that mm -hmm. of a fully functioning game gaming console. Yeah. And, and and Apple's look, we're gonna draw a line in the sand, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, pre beats and post beats. Mm -hmm. Pre beats, Apple's never been good at audio. Mm -hmm. um they're they have been terrible at audio they've pretended to be good at video and i don't care about that but they've never been good at audio first right. thing everybody did when they bought an iphone was got different headphones because mm -hmm. because the ear pods were horrible they still are i can't put mine in yeah they're terrible stupid idea mm -hmm. um and they sounded bad which mm -hmm. was just insulting mm -hmm. um <laughs> and then they bought beats and theoretically, people believe they were buying buying audio know-how. Right. They weren't because the audio know-how for Beats was in Monster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they didn't buy audio know-how either. Um, they bought what? Uh, a rep reputation, I suppose. Um, and they've tried to parlay that into, into their apple branded products now i don't know why they didn't stick with beats i think that was a mistake but whatever mm -hmm. um these all of these should be beats branded but whatever mm -hmm. um <clears throat> because then you could justify it because right. you've got dr dre's name behind it beats has sold or at least offered uh headphones at the 449 price point mm -hmm. maybe not for the 549 price point but 449 they could they could have made it work there right i don't know i think 549 is going to be a struggle for them. I think there's going to be the fanboys, mm -hmm. which is right. a, which is a, a shrinking uh, market segment, um, right. because the more stuff comes out about Apple, you know, violating labor laws in China and stuff like that, the mm -hmm. the less mm -hmm. <laughs> the less the fanboys are uh, 
are sticking with loving the company so hard. Um, yeah. So you'll have some people that'll have to have them because they've got the Apple logo on them. Right. And that's I the- think the majority of people, mm-hmm. I think these are going to go down with the, with the home pod. I think these are going to be a thing where in five years, people are like, Oh my God, I forgot they made those. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. guess. Cause the home pod yeah. was the same thing. They sold like eight of them. They, it was like the Microsoft kin. It was a joke. Um, uh, I, I know people who are, heavily invested in the apple ecosystem who looked yeah. at the home pod and went no yeah i i know a couple people and i think todd i think todd's got is heavily he has a lot of macs in his studio and they had no thing has it i think he has an iphone yeah he does no um he, he, yeah, did. he, he, he did at one point i thought he had switched yeah. to android at one point though yeah he has um i know he, he might have app. one of each yeah you know what you're probably you're probably right he's a little probably. bit like me Mm-hmm. <laughs> right um but i would love to hear love to hear people's thoughts about it is is the is these airpod max worth it worth 500 dollars? let us know um gncweekly.com um, forward slash connect would love to hear um we would love to hear your thoughts because like there is that there is the fanboys but but on a grander scale a lot of people like you know want good quality headphones but are not going to spend a car payment on it <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pair of the most interesting earbuds I've ever seen in my life mm. sitting on the desk over here. Mm. Um, I think they retail for 99 bucks. Fair. They sound fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they've got three modes to them. Uh, full wireless, um, sports wireless and wired, mm-hmm. which I've never seen before in a, in a product. And, uh, they retail for like 99 bucks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Again, 119. I cannot <laughs> imagine uh, finding a way to justify 549 unless you work in a studio, and in which case right. you can't use these. Right. Right. So, I mean, the, well, the company, the company uh, Ashdown Engineering, that makes probably the best guitar amps on the planet. Um, also makes unbelievably high-end headphones, and they're not five forty-nine. This is a company with decades of experience in you know pixel perfect audio, and their headphones aren't five forty-nine. Mm-hmm. Marshall's Marshall, the the guitar amp company, doesn't make five hundred and fifty dollars headphones. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm I'm perplexed, I'm perplexed because I again when when you DM me I I mean I was like you know I was like you probably had to go prove it because I yeah, swear I to God when somebody told me they're like hey Apple just announced the the AirPods Max or whatever dumb name they gave them for five hundred and fifty dollars I went and looked I'm like there's no way that's mm-hmm. a joke they're three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I was working on working on the show. When, <laughs> Good timing, know, right? Exactly. And I, yeah, I'm looking. I'm working the show, and you know, and I'm looking. I'm like, you know, my jaw like literally like hit the floor more so. I'm like, and then I saw the and I saw some of the reviews, and I saw the Marquez Brownlee's video or his first impression, and I'm like, I and if, like I said again with that 
was comical to this. I'm still giggling with about it. You know, the the case looks like it looks like a like a like a bra or sleep mask or <laughs> sleep mask was my first thought. But as soon as I started reading things where they're like, why why does the case look like a bra? I'm like, oh, it does. <laughs> That's what <laughs> all the all the things I saw on Twitter when it was announced. It was like on Twitter, everything was was bra related there were so many yeah. different memes yeah. <gasps> oh goodness gracious me you, you know if katie perry ever does the uh the um the super bowl halftime show again you know mm. she's wearing one of those cases <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right <laughs> you're probably right now now i'm gonna have visions of uh katie perry now uh burned in my memory with the <laughs> with that case now i'm okay with that uh, <laughs> all right not my problem uh, there, there you go <laughs> all right other news this week um in at hbo max news um at another funny funny name at&t ceo john stanky oh i swear he must get te- he must got a lot teased the child oh yeah middle school was horrible for him what is it what is it hmm? do you know it do you know his middle name Oh no, I have no oh, idea. Okay. No, but with a la- the last name Stanky, middle school was rough for him. Oh, I, okay. I said his middle name. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Middle uh, school was rough for him. Uh, oh, middle school is rough. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's no way it wasn't. No, oh, absolutely not. I feel to this day I chuckle, but also deep inside I, I I'm very sad for him. Anyway, um, many, here many kids he might have. It, right. <laughs> God bless the kids. Anyway, he, he revealed that the service is seeing, quote, improved traction going from 8.6 million activations at the end of September to 12.6 million. Um, these numbers include cable subscribers enabling the, uh, the expanded source in their accounts, which many of them have yet to do, as well as AT&T customers, uh, wireless customers who use the app. Um, he told investors during a conference on Tuesday that it's using its service to stream Warner Brothers at the same time, they premiere in theaters as a quote win-win, which is not how director Christopher Nolan feels about it. Um, he's not a happy and it's camper. More than him. Oh and, my god, theaters. Mm-hmm. And that's come up a little bit later. We'll get in that it's- later. Um, after referring to HBO HBO Max as quote the worst streaming service, ouch. Um, he told the Associated Press, quote, it's not a good business decision. It's all a bit of a mess. Um, his movie Tenet did not make the did not make his debut hits debut on streaming and will come uh, via video on demand next week. That movie's limited take of the U.S. box office apparently influenced the WB decision on his 2020 film release strategy as as Warner Brothers um, CEO. And Sarnoff said on CNBC that the movie's taken kid indicated, quote, the U.S. is not quite ready to fully reopen and have full engagement of fans back into theaters, hence this new strategy. She also says that filmmakers and stars will, quote, get to share in some additional economics from HBO Max, quote, but didn't um, specify how that how that will work. So um, it's good on HBO. Especially mm-hmm. when you take into consideration that the CEO of AMC uh, has said that they will make sure that the deal is uh, in their financial favor because mm-hmm. they've got all the power because the right. agreement is that they cannot uh, release films at the same time on streaming as they can in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there is a written agreement and Warner has basically said, 
we are going to violate that agreement without discussing it with the theaters. Mm -hmm. AMC is basically has basically said, well, we've got it in writing. So um, you better make it worth our while or we will. Mm -hmm. Well, I, well, I understand too, that it was literally last minute that they, that I did that not only AMC, but also I believe what's the other theater theater chain. Is it Regal? Uh-huh. Uh, okay, Regal, and there was another chain that I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they I did a, literally. Yeah, they literally announced this deal, announced this literally at the last minute, and I did not let the theaters know ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which also too that also spoke up a lot of people that are not really happy about it, um, and. Um, and speaking of AMC, there's a there's some more AMCs going to be in, in dire straits, and we'll get to that um, in a little bit. Um, now, the we talked about this and it's reported last week about a Airbnb about their IPO. Oh, if, before we go to Airbnb, real quick, mm. um, so these numbers mm. are falsely inflated, and let me tell mm. you why. Okay. Um, so they're shutting down um, uh, DC Universe. Um, and DC universe subscribers were given a special price for, uh, a year of HBO max. Cause all the DC universe content is moving to HBO max. So they were given a very lucrative price. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of those people have taken on the year to move over to HBO max. Um, so that accounts for a lot of this growth. Mm -hmm. Plus HBO subscribers now have access to HBO max, um, right. which they originally did not. Uh, so, so there's a lot of growth that's here um, through business shifts more than uh, exciting offerings. Sure. Are, are some people signing up in preparation for wonder woman? So, and the reason why, and the reason are. why, and the reason why is because uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out. Yeah, on That's Christmas it. Day. Mm -hmm. yep. Um. So, uh, that is a big part of the 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 move that that triggered 2021's decision is that the movie theaters agreed for Wonder Woman to be available in theaters and on HBO Max same day, right. and AT and T went good enough for us. <laughs> Uh, so, um, now I don't know. I haven't looked at the full rundown. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about Crunchyroll, or are we? No, I, um, Great. I think let, me I... let me cover it real quick. So, yeah. uh, so, um, uh, AT&T is selling Crunchyroll to Sony. Um, and so... before, before you be, we talk about Crunchyroll, now Crunch, if you don't know what Crunchyroll is, Crunchyroll, from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, it's a lot of anime. Is that right? Yeah, it's a streaming okay. service specifically for anime uh, yep. and specifically in the West. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it's basically a specialty service like BritBox, uh, mm -hmm. which is BBC content for the West. Uh, this right. is anime for the West. They offer it uh, right. in subtitled and in dubbed um, and why is Sony interested? Well, Sony owns Funimation, which is um, probably the largest provider of anime to the West. Uh, mm -hmm. So it makes more sense for Funimation to own it than for AT&T to own it. Um, so they're going to put, I think AT&T is going to put some of the resources that they were putting behind Crunchyroll, mm -hmm. which originally started out as a pirate site. 
fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, uh, and became legitimate, like Napster. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. When that happened. <laughs> it all anyway, rolled together. Um, AT&T, I think, is going to take the the very large, surprisingly large amount of money that they received for Crunchyroll. And I think all of those resources are going to go behind HBO Max, mm-hmm. um, which will help uh, with organic growth. But I don't think we're there yet. I don't think these numbers are organic growth. I think they're business shift growth. So. Yeah, and also, too, a lot of people aren't really, for me anyway, I haven't been to, my wife and I, my, my daughter, we haven't been to the movies literally since this pandemic. And if not before, I don't think we haven't seen the theater, moving the theater. And wow, because nothing's really, that was really, really great to see. But now all these great movies are coming out now, you know, and we talked about earlier about, because in the last few episodes ago, like I think a few weeks ago, where AMC is renting out movie theaters for a few of your friends, um, you know, and I was questioning the justifying of the the cost versus the at home. So I guess what HBO is saying, the writing's on the wall, you know, no one's going to a theater, you know, so, you know, and if the, but also the movie, the, the distributors, and they have to get paid somehow, they're not going to get it from ticket sales. So, you know, maybe the HBO, maybe this is a good play for them now and in the future. It's definitely, it's definitely a big move. Mm-hmm. One way or another, it's a big move. Um, I think they've put a lot of money behind HBO Max at this point, and they can't, they can't have another failure, mm-hmm. another media failure, um, right? <laughs> under the AT and T name, because Directv has been a disaster. Um, most of the Warner Media acquisition has been a disaster. Um, so. They can't have HBO Max cannot be failure three or or we're gonna see some executive shakeups hard. And I remember and I remember the failure. And I mean we were talking about this last week about um with AOL, AOL and Time Warner and their movie, their um one of their movie companies, it was New Line Cinema. I knew I knew was it? What, yeah, it was New Line Cinema. A, a, when um with a, AOL and Time Warner, when they got all those properties. New Line Cinema. Remember, and I and I was remembered. Remembered, I was like thinking out of the um, top of my head. I would remember, and I was going to come to me eventually. <laughs> Comes two weeks later, but <laughs> it happens. <laughs> um, but it was New Line Cinema. They were part of AOL Time Warner, and they and they haven't been a rep. That movie <clears throat> company um, hasn't been around since then. So, um, so I think that you know they really want to put they want to put their they want to go all in, but hopefully it's not going to be, like you said, it's not going to be a huge money loss. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. But we'll get into AMC in a little bit. Lots, lots of media stuff happening at at right now. A lot of media. <laughs> yeah, it is. So we'll get, so AM, there's a little bit of news about AMC a little bit later. All right. Um, so we talked about Airbnb last week and about they opened up their IPO. We were discussing, you know, should people get into the stock and, you know, as an investment. Well, their shares ended up today more than 112% on its IPO on Thursday. Um, this is the, from what CNBC is reporting, 
<clears throat> excuse me, this is the latest tech stock to show monster gains in its first day of trading this year. Shares of Airbnb originally priced at $68 Wednesday night, but showed a massive increase Thursday afternoon when it opened trading at $146 per share. Shares closed the day, closed the day at $144.71, giving the home sharing company a market cap of about $86.5 billion. Uh, it's more than double the valuation it saw in the IPO just a day ago. Uh, that puts Airbnb past the market cap of travel giant Booking, which has a valuation of more than $86 billion. Competitor Expedia has a market cap of more than $18 billion. Um, it also, the the market cap surpasses hotel chains, hotel chains as well, Marriott, Hilton. They hold caps of more than $42 billion and $29 billion, respectively. Delta Airlines has a market value about $30 billion. The first day surge made Airbnb the 10th best debut in 2020 based on price gain from its IPO. Uh, they trade on a, on a ticker on NASDAQ ABNB. Uh, Air, Airbnb CEO Brian Chesky said in an interview with CNBC on Thursday ahead of the IPO that a platform is considering a changed ways travelers looking to plan their trips now that remote work is a possibility for many. He says, quote, now that people are coming to Airbnb, they don't necessarily, they don't even necessarily have a destination in mind or dates because they're flexible. We're all obviously on Zoom. Who isn't? <laughs> and so people are saying, quote, people are saying, I want to go anywhere 300 miles around me. What can you show me? Uh, he also says now that we're going to be getting a little bit more of the game of inspiration and matching people to the perfect home experience for them. Uh, he also says he isn't con too concerned about valuation. He says, um, also, I don't quote, I don't think I'm going to worry too much, worry much more than in April and May when we saw our business drop 80 percent eight weeks in the middle of pandemic. I'm sorry. I, I, there's some very happy puppy, pe happy people, um, happy people getting the, uh, getting this IPO. I still think I, I'm concerned because this, you know, the way the economy is nowadays, nowadays, I think it's going to, it, I think it's going to, the stock, at, the stock's going to drop. So it already has. Mm. Um, so, so here's the thing about this, this huge gain. The $68 on Wednesday night was not a public price. The the $68 on on Wednesday night is what the shares of the company were valued before going public. Mm -hmm. Not what they opened at. They opened at 146. Mm -hmm. Um which has nothing to do with anything except mm -hmm. what investors believed the day was going to look like. Right. Uh, and it did okay. Uh, you know, the, the, the IP, the actual IPO, the, um, which is private, despite the P being public uh, mm -hmm. at 68 mm -hmm. is actually a private offering. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the gain is a little false. Um, and it, this happens a lot. Um, a lot of like tech sites get real excited about these numbers and they mean very little to anybody right. except those who currently own private shares of the company. Mm -hmm. uh, 
that those are the only people who should care about that 68 to 146 because they could have priced that anywhere. Um, but it almost immediately dropped. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, and is currently sitting. In fact, if you look at the graph of the last two days, it is just a straight line doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, it is currently at one thirty-nine and a quarter, so it's lost five and a half percent in a day. Now, if you're watching the live stream right now, it's clo- it closed at one hundred thirty-seven dollars and sixty cents, and that was about over that's, an hour. That's after hours trading. Those numbers mm-hmm. are fungible. Uh, you can't. You can't. After hours numbers aren't official Mm -hmm. um so that's why if you're watching live you'll see up at the top no matter what he does the number is still 139.25 because that is the close of the day uh all that other stuff gets reconciled at at, uh, 9 a.m tomorrow oh it's friday monday Monday. 9 a.m on monday Mm -hmm. um so all of those numbers those after hours numbers are odd Mm -hmm. uh so yeah uh so 139.25, but yeah, you're right. It's gone in after hours trading. It's gone down another, uh, you know, two bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. That's five and a half dollars, not five and a half percent. Uh, so that works out to three and a quarter percent uh, since opening. So that'll bring us up to about 5% drop mm-hmm. since it opened yesterday. That's, uh, that's not a great graph. <laughs> just just mm-hmm. see it doing this uh, on your averages. Um but yeah, that that 112 percent gain or whatever is kind of a false number that people get excited well, this, about. But yeah, this but, has been reported. Well, this has been reported by everybody, know, like, everybody, CNBC, and you know, everyone's getting. If you're, it's a it's a huge win if you're one of the VCs that put money in mm-hmm. uh, years ago, and and all of a sudden you know. You put money in at thirty dollars a share, and now your shares are worth one hundred and forty-six. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the public could not buy it until it was one forty-six. So right. for actual uh, investors, it has only seen a decrease. Mm-hmm. So that's the important thing. On the public market, it has only seen a decrease. Mm-hmm. It has not seen a gain. So that's that's important to know. I mean, it saw. Okay an early spike mm-hmm. <laughs> right away because I think it actually premiered at 142. Uh, oh, no, it opened at 146. Okay, so it has only seen decreases. It might. So never mind. It's only mm-hmm. seen decreases. So as a public, publicly traded company, it has only decreased, which is not a win for anybody except uh, previous owners in the company. So, mm. yeah. will it level out? Maybe, as I predicted last week, probably yep. not. It mm. didn't do what I thought it would. I didn't think it would drop. I thought it would drop more than five percent. Uh, but yep. we're only two days in. I thought the first day was going to be rougher for them than it was, but I bet it will be over time. Yeah, and I just again, my whole my whole thing is I don't really think I need the seed to invest into a company when. They were almost going bankrupt, and there's not, you know, not many people are traveling. So, because like I said, this year has been really crappy. But, you know, if it improves in 2021, you know, then that's a whole different story. 
All right. In other news, if you're a Spotify listener, so beware. Spotify has had has has had to set reset the password of some users after it accidentally exposed customer information. Surprise, surprise! Yeah, another company at a, <laughs> to some of its business partners. Right. So not a hundred percent public, but still not great. Exactly. Um, apparently, this vulnerability existed since April, and it was only discovered in November. Um, this is coming from a data breach notification that came from TechCrunch that Spotify filed, uh, filed with the California Attorney General's office. On November 12th, Spotify discovered a vulnerability in its systems that inadvertently exposed some customer information to third parties. Now, if you were impacted by this, you should have received an email from Spotify notifying that you had reset your password. Uh, and if you haven't already, including Spotify and everything, any site you visit, change your passwords early and often. Um, the information shared may have included your email address, preferred display name, password, gender, and date of birth. Spotify estimates that this vulnerability has existed since April 9th of this year, but it discovered it only it only discovered it only November 12th when it claims, quote, we took immediate steps to correct it. Spotify hasn't named the business partners that received the data, but notes it has contacted them to ensure that any customer information was deleted. And again, and yet another company <laughs> getting hacked or <laughs> information. Uh, more, often, more often than not, it's not hacks anymore. Uh, more often it's, than not, we're seeing companies just too lazy to secure their own data. Right. That's what I meant. Sorry. Which is, I'm which so, is, so, <laughs> To me, that's way worse because that shows the company's lack of interest in your security. Uh, mm -hmm. I hate it when that stuff happens. You know, okay, so so you did your best. You set up a thing. Somebody got past it and got information. Mm. That sucks, but it's not as bad as we just didn't care enough. Mm. You know? Oh, turns out we've been sending your passwords to Bank of America. Oops. Yeah. What? <laughs> For me, that's way worse. Right. Yeah, I, so. I just, you know, that's why I reckon that's why, you know, to with, you know, because like I said, with Wawa um, last year, um, you know, it was Wawa and then it was all and, and then uh, what else? It was Target and Home Depot within the past the past year. I mean, it was like well, company, Target and I, Home Depot were outside of a year, and they no, were right. I'm sorry, they you're were right. a very right. different situation. Right. Target and Home Depot had people installing software on the terminals that was stealing data. Right. That okay. was that was laziness internally because you shouldn't <laughs> be allowed to install software on those terminals. Right. That. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I just—it's amazing that, like, in the past, within the past year to now, these companies have either exposing. Okay. I, you know, we keep. I mean, it's just in question. It's it's incredulous that, you know, they have. I'm pretty sure they have people that work in these, work in these companies and or have IT actually because the company I work for, you know, I, I'm contracted out. Um, they're, they're IT employees, but 
you know, but I'm just like, oh, it's like, really? I mean, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Just like, you have, I mean, if there's like easy fixes, but like you said, I mean, they're not even, they're, they're waiting until like with Spotify, they waited like four months, five months. That's, that's well, in fairness, they didn't wait. They I mean, just didn't wait, know. But, right. <laughs> even they, still, they were nobody here. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> In software, there's something called unit tests, and mm -hmm. unit tests make sure that the data that's being exposed everywhere mm. is controlled. And you write tests that say, I want to make sure that this thing is only showing ID and display name or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Let, let's say let's say that the partners are uh, Amazon and Google for mm -hmm. Google Assistant and uh and Alexa. Let's mm -hmm. let's just make that that guess. Mm -hmm. Probably a pretty good guess. Right. Um so let's say that those two are the two partners that this data is going to. We don't know that but we probably do. Um mm -hmm. and so the data that you're supposed to be sending mm -hmm. is your public playlists, your liked songs your favorite artists your favorite tracks your whatever mm -hmm. so you write a test that says this api exposes this information it mm. does not expose this information mm. and then if the test fails you don't publish it <laughs> it's not complicated right it in fact in my day when I'm building new now, granted, I'm working on on medical stuff, so it's more mm. it's even more important that our oh, tests yeah. are, are really high and uh, and all successful. Um, mm -hmm. We can't we can't publish our our thing prevents us from even checking our code in if we fail. Mm -hmm. um, but probably seventy percent of my day is writing tests, and only thirty percent of it is actually writing the thing. Mm -hmm. that, and obviously, companies like Spotify aren't doing that okay so that sucks mm -hmm. <laughs> yep it does i am still i'm still incredulous on on that but <laughs> i i hope i hope that, that we don't see more of this in the future i really don't but i don't want to jinx Here. it because <laughs> Here, here's a little bit of helpful information for everybody out there thinking about writing an api passwords are never exposed mm -hmm. 100 percent never exposed that's why when you forget your password they don't tell you what it is because they don't know either you right. have to change your password oh you don't remember what it is great we'll make it so you can reset it but we can't tell you what it currently is because we don't know what it is because the api can't tell you because that's security mm -hmm. yep spoken true words spoken true words have been spoken <laughs> All right. Speaking of AMC earlier, um, AMC Theaters is warning its investors that it doesn't find $750 million. It will run out of cash by the middle of 2021. The company... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. The middle of January 2021. Yes. We're talking like five weeks. Mm-hmm. Not six months. Not the, <laughs> not the middle of 2021. Mm-hmm. Like... Five or six weeks from now. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> That's like Radio Shack level end of life panic. And Radio Shack comes full circle again. 
The for those who are watching live, I got a Radio Shack shirt on today. <laughs> oh boy, the the company issued new public documents today. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcing that because executives can't predict what the supply of movies will be like, and it's unclear if people will even file into theaters again soon, the company is unsure of how much money it can make. Specifically, AMC documents note that executives can't know, quote, excuse me, can't know with, quote, certainty the impact of the Warner Bros. announcement or any similar announcements regarding the release of movie titles concurrently to the home video or streaming markets. The documents also is adding conversation with studios like Warner Brothers and Disney have yet to take place. Of course, Disney Plus, if you have heard, they I was um, wondering if they were going to throw Disney under the bus or if they were just going to go after Warner Brothers there. Right. <laughs> and also Disney Plus added uh, increased their uh, their monthly from seven dollars to eight dollars. Anyway, but they've, uh, got a, they've got a new bundle coming uh, that's going right, to offer with, Hulu without ads and ESPN. Well, now, the, the current bundle is all three of them, but it's Hulu with ads, right. which is why a lot of people didn't go because most people who are interested in that want Hulu without ads. So they're adding that. But Sweet. Disney made the same announcement this week that Warner mm-hmm. Brothers made last week mm-hmm. that 2021's films are going to come to Disney Plus and theaters at the same time. So I was wondering if AMC was going to throw Disney under the bus here. It may not have had time. No, not yet. Case the last <laughs> because. Time. Because the announcement may have come out after these documents were filed because that happened last night during their their investor uh, presentation. Right. And that's when they announced, right. So now it's had lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. 10 new uh, Star Wars shows, 10 new uh, uh, Marvel shows, a mess of movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And all of the movies. Well, uh, for 2021, will be coming to Disney Plus alongside theaters, same as Warner Brothers. So, I was yeah. wondering if they'd throw them under the bus here. I'm pretty sure that eventually they're going to. They will. That. They will. <laughs> um, now, AMC is facing challenges that quote have been exasperated by Warner Brothers movie. Last week, Warner Media announced that Warner Brothers, we talked about this earlier, uh, will release its movies on HBO Max on the same day they premiere theaters. At the time, AMC CEO Adam Aaron blasted a decision, one he only heard about an hour before Warner Media announced it publicly. <laughs> Case in point, last minute. In a statement, in a statement, Aaron said that Warner Media, quote, intends to sacrifice a considerable portion of the profitability in order to subsidize HBO Max. As for AMC, um, uh, Aaron's Adam Aaron says, um, we will do we will do all in our power to ensure that Warner does not do so at our expense. We will aggressively pursue economic terms that preserve our business. See, that was and, one, that was the quote I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the also the I don't know where this comment came from, so I'm going to. Uh, um, I think this is from the quote. I'm sorry because I was doing the when I was doing the uh, the script. Um, I don't know where I got this cut this quote um, from. So I. I think I clipped uh, it for some reason. Uh, uh, Bob Chapek is uh, okay. uh, the CEO of Disney. Uh, okay. The new CEO okay. Of, I think the new, yeah, the, Bob Chapek is the new CEO of Disney. Okay. I didn't know why I put this in, but I think I was trying to that's, condense it down a little bit. Um, he said, That's what you're looking at there. That's a quote from 
the him. Disney CEO. Right. Okay. That's okay. Cool. Because like I said, when I was compiling everything down, I okay. Um, he said we quote we had thirteen billion dollars at, at Bacos last year. Obviously, that's nothing to sneeze at. So that so. that's that's reminding that like that's reminding investors that comment there because that was part of the investor presentation. That is reminding investors that um, that they're not trying to screw over the theaters. Mm-hmm. They did $13 billion in theaters last year. They're not trying to throw that out the window for $8 a month. Uh, right. They do intend to go back to theaters because there's way more money to be made there. That's what he's saying there. But oh, okay. <clears throat> he's trying to prevent... During the presentation, he was trying to prevent AMC being as mad at Disney as they are at Warner. Mm-hmm. And that's what that quote is. Like, uh, okay. seriously, we know. We know that theaters are important. <laughs> right now is not working. We have to do something right now. We promise. We know that theaters are important. And- <laughs> Whereas Warner's like, 2021's over. <laughs> Which is a very different announcement. A very different tone. Uh, right to the announcement where warner's just like well whatevs watch it wherever you want right and disney's like and we, theaters are important disney plus is important to us but theaters are important we're not trying to throw away 13 billion dollars for eight dollars a month we promise mm-hmm. there's not enough people in the u.s to get that back right and it's gonna and something's gonna tell tell me again this is not gonna be over because uh and something tells me that they're gonna I think Disney Plus and everything Disney Plus is gonna get is gonna get thrown in the bus and something's gonna happen where there's gonna probably be a lawsuit. Well AM, AMC and, still has the has the has the uh contract. That uh, mm-hmm. like the theaters still have contracts with the studios to release in theaters um and and to have a delay before they're allowed to be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I mean AMC has the legal footing on this. Um, unless you get some sort of a weird trying to be activist lawyer or um, uh, judge involved in something, this seems like a pretty open and shut case if it has to go that far. Right. Um, Because the contract says if we're going to bypass the rules, we have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Neither of the companies did. Uh Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so well, they don't get, if they don't get 700 plus million dollars in exactly literally one month from now, from this coming Tuesday, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, and, and Abram and I talked about this on the show uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we think you really had a good, healthy conversation about it. We think that what's going to happen here is that the days of the megaplex of the the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. are over mm-hmm. and that we're going to go back to the the movie palace um right. one or two maybe three screens in a really busy area mm-hmm. um a, a, a theater is not a hundred percent dedicated to a film mm-hmm. it will change throughout the day like it used to you know mm-hmm. theater eight is not always avengers endgame <laughs> Right. right. Sometimes it is at noon and at eight it is, but at four and at 11, it, <laughs> it runs something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, 
that's how the old movie palace days worked. And I think we're going to head back to that. I think we're going to see the days of the 24 screen megaplex come to an end. Uh, mm. And we're going to go back to the, to the, the movie palace days, which I think you know, when a theater was beautiful inside mm. and not half-assed like it is now, um, you know, that the outsides were beautiful, that it was, that it was really focused on the experience and not just, pushing people through as fast as possible and making it easy to buy popcorn. I remember, I remember the, uh, well, the AMC where I live in Hamilton, um, was megaplex. It had, it had one, it had 12 screens. I think Yeah, 12 screens and it literally had every movie that was running and I kind of missed it. Me personally, because there was one movie theater in Princeton that's an intimate theater. Now, if I were to take my wife, you know, to see a movie, I would prefer being a nice little cozy room, not a, not a room because it's not small or anything, but the theater is kind of big a little bit. I would be more happy with a more intimate experience versus big booming, you know, like all these people around and everything. I'm not, I mean, I'm not claustrophobic. I'm not, you know, uh, you know, I don't mind people around me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm sociable, not, not, insociable whatever that word is um but i would prefer you know that nice little intimate theater where i can go in to see one movie and one showing in one room or or a theater excuse me and see it or seeing another one or traipsing a miles you know going to get popcorn and then traipsing back to- yeah 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 <laughs> uh, so so just in my little area here right i'm I'm not in Tampa. I'm on the Pinellas side, so I'm in a significantly smaller market. Mm. I'm looking at the number of screens. 8, 12, 16, 12, 10, uh, 12, 24, 20, 20, 10, 14, 10, 8. And those mm. are all within about a half-hour drive of me. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a lot of movie theaters. Holy crap. That's hundreds of screens. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. There's no need for that. No, I agree. Especially even before things went weird, we saw movie attendance outside of big blockbusters already decreasing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not everything is endgame. And I mm-hmm. use that because it's the largest grossing film of all time. Not yep. everything is endgame. Not everything should be endgame. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some films that are very specific for a theater. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Some movies don't need that experience <clears throat> and are perfectly suited to a, a casual night at home. And some things fit somewhere in the middle where you could watch them in either and be happy. Yep. And I and I think I think the days of everything having to go to one of these hundreds of screens within 30 minutes of me. Mm-hmm. Um are are gonna go away i think we're gonna go back to to smaller theaters and less places the big blockbusters will go to the theaters and other Mm -hmm. stuff will will make debuts in other ways Mm -hmm. so and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing no it's not no it's not because it means that independent filmmakers don't need 25 million dollars to be able to to make a movie because Mm -hmm. they don't have to have the specialty equipment for a theater screen right if you're making a film you know if you're making a movie i shouldn't say film because it's not in this case 
right. specifically for Netflix or mm-hmm. HBO or Amazon or whoever. You can film it on God. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can make it using different equipment, different right. cameras, different editing requirements. You know, you can do it on a significantly smaller budget. So right. this gives indie filmmakers an in that oh, yeah. was taken away from them with the megaplexes of the eighties. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be good for independent films, which right. is I I mean yes, there's independent films of you know a woman in black and white flipping a pancake i get it (laughs) people in college are weird i get it but (laughs) but then there's then there's truly independent films right um like clerks right which is weird right um but that's a good movie but he literally uh produced that whole thing using just the amount of money he was able to open on credit cards all at once, which isn't a great idea, but mm-hmm. <laughs> in the grand right. scheme of things, you know, it was a fairly low budget movie and it did well in the box office. And you and I know about it. Mm-hmm. And that was in the days when an independent film had a chance. And right. that hasn't been the case for probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I think we're getting back to that point. I think that's a good thing for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. And but yeah, so hopefully we'll see we'll see what happens. But I again, something tells me next when this when twenty twenty one rolls around, um, I think AMC is gonna is gonna be under the uh, um is gonna be <laughs> somewhere it's gonna be long forgotten and and we're gonna say, do you remember AMC AMC theaters? Remember going there when I was a kid and in the year two thousand and twenty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think the the big chains have probably seen the end of their days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we've got a great we've got a great independent film house here that wasn't even in that list, by the way, uh, right. here in Pinellas County um, that multipurposes its space. Um, it's got regular seats. It's got seats with tables. There's a, a full restaurant and bar. Mm. Um similar to like a studio movie grill. Okay. Uh, but on a much smaller scale and they also do comedy in there. Oh. So, so I mean, it's, it's a true like multi-purpose space. I think we're going to start seeing those indie indie spaces yeah. become a thing again. And again, I think that's a good thing too. I don't think mm-hmm. that AMC needs to own uh, of all Eight of those things lots. that I, well, of all those places that I just mentioned, yeah. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six of those were AMC. Hmm. So I have six AMC theaters within a 30 minute drive of where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> There's no need for that. That's insane. Yeah, that I agree. So, yeah, I think I think the industry is going to see a shake up and I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, and for me, uh, yeah, for me, there's there's only one. There used to be like um, several um, lo- within thirty minutes, and I count. Well, the one closed uh, in Hamilton, um, so there's one. There used to be like four or five. Um, it's about a half hour away from me, so now it's only one. I, yeah, one, 
no, it's only, no, it's two. I'm sorry, two near me, about 30 minutes away. And the only independent theater that I, that I mentioned earlier is in Princeton. So, so within a 30 minute span, there's where back in the day, it was roughly five or six. So as things change, everything closed and, and migrated. So, yeah. Uh, well, well, again, we'll see what we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, other news this week: Google is sending out free Chromecast devices to those who have subscribed to its YouTube TV service. Um, Gizmo, UberGizmo.com says, unfortunately, it seems that this offer is only good for those who are already subscribed. So, if you haven't signed up yet, UberGizmo.com is also saying that's not it's not sure if you're able to get it. According to Google, uh, quote, we want to say thanks and offer you a longtime friend of YouTube TV, a new Chromecast with Google TV, <clears throat> excuse me, on us. With a new Chromecast, you can level up your YouTube TV experience with features like a homepage that makes YouTube TV recommendations based on shows you like, as well as a voice remote to quickly jump to your favorites. Um, YouTube TV subscribers will have until the until December 31st to claim the free Chromecast device. It is important to note that the one that they're giving away is the one with the new interface that does mm. not support Netflix on the dashboard. Uh-huh. Interesting to know. <laughs> Interesting. We talked about that last week too. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, if you're more uh, for more on the streaming side of things, a little more detail, um, f5 live dot tv slash join us um, for refreshing technology Sunday evenings, um, Sunday evenings at eight p.m. Eastern time, um, nine p.m. Why wow, I keep doing it? Nine p.m. Eastern time. Damn. That's okay. We're uh, on it. We're on eight, eight. Eight. We're on at eight. So nine p.m. <laughs> nine p.m. Eastern time. I do it too. Uh, I get the two shows mixed up all the time. <laughs> which one's at eight? Which one's at nine? I was, I came, I, I came into the studio on Sunday at seven thirty, and I'm like, oh, wrong day. Wrong day. <laughs> I'm putting batteries and stuff. I'm like, oh, right, this is Sunday. Never mind. <laughs> so it's fine. I do it too. All right, very good. It's all my right. show, and I don't know what it, time it is. Right. <laughs> and you keep reminding me off. Very. It's. I mean, I did screw up a couple times. I think maybe it's the second time or. We're a third time, so all right. It is what it is. Right. All right. Um, next up over um get if you're watching live, um over on this is do you need help with your tech? And we're going to pull this. There we go. Okay. Over on makeuse.com has your bank account been hacked? <laughs> Speaking of things been that's been hacked over the years. Interesting. Uh, right. There's what an interesting topic for mm -hmm. you to bring up because I am in the process of writing a very detailed expose on a bank who has no security on their accounts. It seems. Oh, rut row. Well, that's good. I, I lost money to them and uh, I will be writing all about that experience and I'm going to make sure it costs them more than the money they won't give back. <laughs> I would love to hear what happened. And, Okay, so there's five ways you can tell if your bank account has been hacked. Small, unexplained payments. Unexpected. Check, for, check for anything under $100, oftentimes at a uh, gas station. Mm -hmm. Yep. Unexpected notifications from your bank. A call claiming to be your bank demands information. Never give information to mm -hmm. a bank calling you. Mm -hmm. They will never Exactly. Do that. Exactly. 100% will never do that. 
And if they do, if they have to call you and then verify that you're who they are, they will tell you, hi, I am so-and-so with Bank of America. That's not who my, that's not who I'm writing about. Um, okay. <laughs> it's the, this is Steve with Bank of America uh, at the fraud department. We need to verify that you're who you are. Mm-hmm. Call the number on the back of your debit card. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue the conversation. Like m- you make sure we're who we are before we can make sure you're who you are. That's mm-hmm. how it works. If they call right. you and ask for information, it's wrong. Don't do it. Right. The, com- the company that I work, the company I work for, um, where they call customers about their about their account, they're not going to provide the full account number for security purposes. And also emails, well, <clears> that the comp- my company sends out, they're not going to send they're only going to send the last seven numbers of the account number and I explain to customers because of the security protections that the company has. Um, yeah. And when they, when the company calls, um, they're not going to demand because we have to follow guidelines where we have to, there's security practices we have to follow and policies that covers my, you know, covers the company's butt and my butt. So, yeah. So definitely if you get a call um, about that, you know, don't provide it without Calling back, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, and it's not just banks. Nobody's going to call and ask for you to verify who you are. Right. That Nobody includes, is. That includes Social Security, the IRS. Yeah, and I got, and I got a call. I kid you not. This has been like I've gotten a robocall from some companies saying they're going to take me to court, throw me in jail. Me too. <laughs> you too. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's a there's a Ugh. Twitch streamer whose name I can't come up with right this second who um who collects from uh his from his viewers the phone numbers that they ask you when they leave a voicemail mm-hmm. the phone numbers that they ask you to call them back on mm-hmm. he collects those numbers and calls them back. <laughs> I've seen that some of those videos are <laughs> oh it's incredible. And I saw the one I can't remember. We need you to drive to your local CVS and buy a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Now that's the one. I. If they ask you, don't tell them that it's for this. Tell them that it's a gift for a friend. Mm -hmm. And as soon as, as soon as anybody hears that, how do you hear that and go, yep, that's the IRS. It's gotta be the IRS. Yep. The IRS wants me to pay a hundred dollars in an Amazon gift card, but I can't tell CVS what it's for. Right. Right. And there's, there was one that I saw, this was a professional and she's really good who, who her voice sounds exactly like when you call a number, a toll free number, when you go through the, to the uh, voice response unit, Awesome. it sounds just like her. And when she's telling them that reading the numbers, she reads the numbers differently and then puts, then puts in the, Oh, it was like, and the guy was like on the phone. This this guy was on the phone, like was confused, and so, and I repeated the numbers to press one. The guy pressed one. I was falling out. Oh, it was the best. Oh, I loved it. It was. <laughs> I had to watch it a couple times. I'm so I'm so. It was the most funny thing I ever saw. Um. Also, to keep aware of uh, large transactions emptying your bank account. Those, and... those will almost always come after the small, unexpected transaction because mm-hmm. that's how they test that your card is good. Right. And then they'll clear you out. Mm-hmm. 
and you learn your account is closed. So there's a lot of security. If, if you can't tell, I've been doing a lot of research on this lately. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'll I'll uh, give you some more research when we get done uh, because <laughs> it'll be it's gonna it's gonna Fantastic. blow your mind. Uh, yeah, so it's just uh, we'll 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 talk about that when we get off here. Sure. Um, all right, and next up um, on makeuse.com, the seven best photo scanners for backing up old photos. So if you have apparently we're not allowed to see photos of them. <laughs> Irony, right? So if you have some old photos lying around, and I think my mom has some that I really don't want to share. Um, I'd rather keep them buried. <laughs> sure. I think we all have those, <laughs> right? And I will when I when we see when we meet up, see each other again, Scott. I'll 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 show them to you. They're really embarrassing, <laughs> but they're embarrassing. But what the hell, you know? Uh, I can I can live myself. Okay, all right. So there's the Epson Fast Photo FF680W, uh, the Doxy or Doxy Go SE, the Plus Tech Photo Scanner. The Kodak Scanza digital film and slide scanner. And I've used the Kodak uh, slide scanners before. They're really quality. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the Canon Canon Canoscan Leedy or Lighty 300 scanner. And again, I wonder why the names of these products is uh, boggles my mind. <laughs> like, like that Doxy company. Mm -hmm. Why? Why would you put SE in your in your product name these days? Mm -hmm. Doesn't SE didn't Apple essentially make it so that SE means that it's the the, the low edition. end crap edition? Because <laughs> the Apple Watch SE is your low end watch. The iPhone mm -hmm. SE is your low end iPhone. Right. It <laughs> S. SE in tech does not mean quality. So I wouldn't use those letters these days, but that's okay. Right. And again, I'm not I don't... naming these products. <laughs> if that's I did, why... they would all have very different names. I certainly will. <laughs> all right. And finally, this week, um, Microsoft did not make an announcement about this feature, um, but there is a new feature. Um, if you're looking for a certain kind of cuisine, followed by uh, followed by recipes. For example, if you're searching Bing for Chinese recipes, they'll show you a list of recipe recipes you can expand. Each recipe summary um, shows you how well rated each one is, how long it takes to cook, the calorie count, and so on. Um, this means you can pick out the perfect recipe for time, diet, intended serving signs, and serving size and whether the recipe makes tasty food or not. If you worry about your waistline, uh, just by looking at the pictures, you can select filters at the top of the search. Uh, there's low-cal, low-carb, and low-fat. Um, um, you can also tell Bing to only show the top-rated recipes for when guests are coming over. So, pretty cool. So, I don't know if this is new to desktop because i've never searched it on desktop but this mm. is not new for mobile mm. um because i've been using this for a long time on mobile okay. um when i can't find something on all recipes which is my go-to uh for for new recipes i go to bing and search for that's like i my neighbor gave me uh some fresh okra uh, that mm. he grew and uh i'm like all right i don't know what to do with okra <laughs> 
and I went to uh, all recipes and I didn't find anything. So I I went to Bing and I searched for okra recipes and everybody's like, oh, you want to fry it? <laughs> and and I found a fried res- fried okra recipe and I made it. Turns out, don't like okra. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't know. I have, hmm, I must have clicked on that one. Never mind. Um, I've never tried this on desktop before, um, but on mobile, it's definitely not new. But I okay. like the interface on desktop, mm-hmm. I think. It's a little weird. The- well, from what's been reported, it was updated the big and, the big and small thing like some not all the photos are the same size that annoys mm. me to no end mm. <sighs> so well i thought that was pretty cool um because i don't like one. not grids um, <laughs> as, as you can tell behind me i don't like non-grids even my <laughs> wall was a grid <laughs> <laughs> to be continued um yeah i didn't um, there was um <clears throat> there was one that i saw that i didn't really it's I, it was about um, about Reddit where Rick Astley um, <laughs> up, was the up, most upvoted. Um, I don't know if it was song or or what for for his for his Rick roll, and it was the upvoted one of all upvoted story or something of, of twenty twenty. I'm like, I'm like, Rick. Right. Roll, I'm like Rick Astley. You know, well, I just figure you know this one is a little. So so here's here's part here's part of what happened. Uh, and it's an incredible, it's absolutely incredible. YouTube posted and asked, um, what, what video did you watch over and over this year? And somebody commented and said, um, for sure, this video of, uh, of three puppies with a link, Mm. it was Rick roll. (laughs) It was Rick Astley. Oh, and, and and YouTube replied, like the official YouTube YouTube account replied and said, did you just Rickroll YouTube? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was an incredible. Oh, so whoever that was, good on you. That is one of my favorite things that's happened this year. Okay. Especially on YouTube. Because you know, YouTube's kind of been sucking it this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, they removed, they got rid of um, YouTube Rewind. So yeah, so I was like, kind of like, I didn't. I saw that, and I saw that. And I'm like, when I saw the up, most uploaded, um, I don't know if it was a video or it, it might have been the it might have been the post about what happened. Okay, <laughs> it might have been a post about Rick rolling YouTube. <laughs> Okay. If somebody shared it there, I can see that going to number one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I just I'm toying with it. And when I saw this, I figured, well, you know, I know you're a Microsoft guru, but I figure, you know, at least, you know. But like I said again, you involved. You've made food. you've made me find a new recipe, so it's a win. There you go. Okay. This Good. this Chinese barbecue pork recipe sounds awesome. I've never searched for Chinese recipes before, but the okay. thing told me to, so I did. <laughs> All right, there you go. And this right. picture looks at awesome. Help, at least I help my co-host with with something. <laughs> so hopefully I can, you know, maybe this can benefit beneficial for some other folk as well. So 
I'm buying pork tenderloins tomorrow. <laughs> okay. This, wow. Two well, tablespoons of red food coloring. Guess what I'm not doing? Well, well, Scott uh, is uh, enticing his, uh, his enticing his dinner meal or his dinner for this tomorrow. Um, that is the tech news for this week for Friday, December 11th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode. Can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. There is a programming note. Um, there will not be a podcast this upcoming Monday, December 14th. Um, Todd is going robbing in uh, in Scott's neck of the woods. He is visiting his, uh, his daughter. He's and- here now. Oh, he's there now. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he, that's right. He flew yeah. out. He left this morning. Show. Yep. Yeah. He's, he posted a picture of the baby. Oh, I got to see it. Okay. I'll have to see that in the South. <laughs> um, yeah. He has uh, welcoming in uh, his uh, new baby grandson, which is Mazel Tov to Todd and his, and his daughter. Um, okay. So he'll be back on Thursday evening, um, which will be um, Thursday, December 17th. Um, roughly around six thirty ish, seven o'clock. No, I'm sorry, around seven o'clock Eastern time on um, Thursday evening. And then be sure to, to watch and tune in to this podcast, gncweekly.com slash live Friday evenings at eight PM Eastern time. So please be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WI or channel on YouTube. Make sure to click on a bell, select always for notifications so you won't miss the next episode. Or excuse me, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on uh, on Bear Podcast app, and also be sure to tune in with Scott and Abe Repelt of F5 Refreshing Technology Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern <laughs> at f5live.tv slash join us. If you have comments on this episode or what food you're searching on Bing, <laughs> I love to, we would love to hear from you, um, including what are your plans for your tech spring cleaning? Still looking for a title. Um, we'll probably come up with something in the next few days or this upcoming week. Um, hand on over to gncweekly.com slash connect and connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kirk. Corla Scott is on Twitter at Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao.